All right. What is this, episode 14? I don't know. It's numbers. I think it's 14. I watched y'all last one. I think y'all only 13. Oh, no, that's not the one we dropped. This is 14. 14? Yeah, 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 yeah. We ahead. Yeah. I just okay. edited 13, so. 13? Yeah. Okay, is so is the last one a point five or? Yeah. Or is it? With Eddie? Oh, Eddie? That's a point five. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is 14, right? I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't Anyways, even know. The weeks you know, have gone by, so. You know, after this episode, all the rappers are going to want to be on the show now. We, our rule was that we weren't gonna have rappers on the show, oh, so. Shit, so I'm breaking the you switching it up, sure. dog? Yeah, okay, it's up. what happens. Is you get plugged in with the guy who shoots the show, hey, so yeah. you get to be on the show. I'm so. down to break the mold, bro. I do that a lot. In yeah. My life, so. so we'll try not to make it a boring rapper interview. That For sure. you know, because the the reason why we didn't want it to be a rapper show mm-hmm. was because, especially here in this scene. Uh, we're trying to burst out of the scene here in this scene. It's just like a lot of like when you do the interviews, it's basically the rapper shows up and does the interview and the person interviewing just sucks their cock the entire time because they're not going to want to put anything negative in there. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they want to have a relationship with the guy. I just don't want to be interviewing rappers. Yeah. But, talk to but that was, <laughs> but that was one reason. So it's like a lot of times they don't really get if the, if there is a looming question, mm-hmm. they don't ask it. And it could be the potential reason people tune in, right? And they show up and they get blue balls, you right? Know what I'm it saying? don't really so, be like a conversation anymore, yeah. just like yeah. So for me, I'm you up. Oh, no, he yeah. doesn't have to do it. Yeah, for gonna, me, I just gonna run you through the ringer That's on cool. anything, hey, and I'm you know, be up there like industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What's yeah. Up? So, yeah. so. That's that's really you know yeah I, I knew we were gonna do we were gonna interview a rapper at one point I just was seeing how long it would take so for sure fourteen, 14 episodes we made it yeah hey, man, we're that's here, what's man. up man and we yeah. here now we made yeah, it ladies yeah, and gentlemen yeah. we got the one and only Wave Chappelle in the building what's up man what's popping man how you living family I'm good bro I'm living good feeling good you know what I'm saying working a bunch um I'm actually stationed down south in Atlanta right now you know what I'm saying so shout out to the A. Getting that good southern weather, southern cooking. How you like living down there? Cause I am, I haven't experienced Atlanta for real. Um, I mean, it's dope. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. It's it's like it's it's very productive. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely. definitely it's a it's a hub for like, of course, mad artists, music producers, stuff like that. Black Hollywood. I mean, yeah, Black Hollywood. You got successful black people pulling up in Teslas and Beamers and you know what I'm saying. All that AMGs shit. and all that. So that's dope. Um. Like I said, but it, and it's a lot to do too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like you get both vibes. You get the city vibe, mm-hmm. but then you also get it's so much greenery and like you know nature and outside and stuff like that. So hella land. <clears throat> you know, I be I be going to the park like every day. I ain't gonna hold you. you Last time I was there, somebody told me go to Piedmont Park, Piedmont but it was park. raining the whole fucking week. Oh so. word, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like if it yeah. rained, then it's like you know it's a dub. It's a wrap. But, you know what I'm saying? When it's when it's on point, like it's on point. So. That's what's up. It's been dope, man. It's just been dope. I've been able to like be super productive and just you know feel good too. You know good man, good. Speaking of Atlanta, you just were down there. You just got back from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your trip a little bit. I I heard you had a little bit of difficulties. Jacob down stays there. in Atlanta, dog. Man, moving. No, I just I don't know. I, I had a few too many guns pointed at me this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just shooting <laughs> like shooting videos. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fucking worst. Bro. I'm Jacob's coach uh, when it comes to guns being pointed at him because when we went out to to eat the other day uh, for your birthday when we went and got some sushi, he was telling me I had I was telling him a story about. Something similar about when I I was on a shoot, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the people we were shooting pulled out a gun, 
and pointed at the camera guy, like, you know, just at the camera. Mm-hmm. And the camera guy got pretty sh- shaken up about it. Yeah. And, you know, for me, you know, it's different because I know I, I can expect that. But, mm-hmm. like, some people just don't expect that all the time. But then mm-hmm. you, you turn around, you got 30 guns pointed at you. Man. And people who are on some you gotta start. altered <laughs> you gotta do medications that don't necessarily have control over their body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. this what you I, do. I could definitely every, understand the concern. Every video show, you got to do this. Will there be firearms? Facts. That is yeah. fine. Facts. You need to remove all ammunition cartridges. <laughs> make man. sure there is nothing up top and still put the safety on if there's a safety. Yeah. Cuz like, fuck yeah. that, man. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be established from the jump. Like yeah. when you get there like, bro. Yeah. Other you, than that, did every my bad no, for you cutting could. you off. Um other than that, did uh everything go well? Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, we we had like we shot like four videos out there. It's a lot of videos for a short amount of time. Yeah. How long were you there? You were there for like what? Three uh, days? Four or five four days. days. Uh-huh. Are you just running gunning means, or did you have any like location planning? Um, so I mean, like the first one that we shot was, I kind of had plans, and then we were like running, you know, uh, running late for I time. For time. And then, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> so I had to like cut out some of like the more like creative ideas that I had, which yeah. kind of time is like you know. inevitable, dog. Um, but yeah, no, the second day I was there, uh, we shot with this one dude, um, Ben Riley from Abstract Media, and he he was super dope because like he sent me his ideas beforehand, and like mm-hmm. we had a chance to like plan Prepared. everything out, prepare, and ludicrous esque. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. just like kind of finished up the video last night, so it was like it turned out really well. Tight. Um, well, oh, shit. that's fire. No more Jacob shit. on the rest of this episode. I just had to get that out the way. <laughs> no, we just playing. Uh, so, um, I've been following you since I was younger. Like, so when I was younger, I was a Ishtar fanboy. When he had his duo, the original duo with his brother. Yeah, and I know I'm aware of you guys had a group too back in the day. Yeah, man. But. That kind of put me on to the whole circle, mm-hmm. and like I was, I, I kind of started following you when you a little bit before you got signed for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, how did you get the name Wave Chappelle? First of all, um, pretty much, man. I was like, because before I was Wave Chappelle, I was Astro because I had like fucking weird hair and shit. That's whatever. who I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when we met. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was a uh, I was Astro before Wave Chappelle. Isn't that odd? <clears throat> Isn't that odd that you know just years so many years later you just you just have evolved into who you are yeah. and, and you guys yeah. are just sitting down and like you have that those he, memories. He we we have we shared a moment. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we're going to talk about it later in the episode. Yeah, you sure. had a big influence but we're going to talk about it. Okay, you got for a big sure. influence on me. All right, continue. Sure, my sure. bad. Um, But, yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? I was Astro, but then, like, at that point, you know what I'm saying, that I was going to become Wave Chappelle, I was kind of, like, at a crossroads, you know what I'm saying? Because I knew, I knew I had got in trouble, like, you know what I'm saying, around that time. I got in some trouble, and my moms gave me an ultimatum. Long story short, I had to move to Memphis, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I was going to leave. I was going to yeah. leave for the first time, and the whole time that I had been a rapper, I was always in a group, you yeah. know what I'm saying, up until that point. And I was like, man, well, shit, I'm finna have to start fresh. Mm-hmm. And, man, you know, one thing, like, we all shared a crib, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was in high school, like, we, we I wasn't at my mom's crib. Yeah. Like, I was staying with my cousin and my guy, uh, Cherub, 
Okay. And, um, we didn't really have no cable, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was watching like Dave Chappelle DVDs like all oh. day. And so, um, but everybody was already calling me Wavy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wavy, that was just something that stuck with me. And so I was like, man, Wave, Wave, Wave. And I'm like, I'm just watching this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm high. It's I'm an like, incredible name. I'm like, for sure. I'm like, I'm like Chappelle. I was like, Wave, Wave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Wave Chappelle. I'm like, fuck it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, it just stuck. You know what I'm saying? Because, and the good thing about it is, it's um you gonna remember it. You either gonna really really love it or you're gonna really really hate it. But either way it go, you're gonna remember it. I don't think a lot of people are gonna hate it. Like it's just too, I, I think it's too Wave familiar Chappelle to hate. is a nice. Man. It comes off the tongue nice. I got you know I had I some people like I think some things are like some things are so witty to people that they be like oh that's corny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I've had people be like oh that's corny, but they still it still stick with them. So mm-hmm. answer like, me this. Were the people who said that was corny people who are affiliated with people who make money but didn't actually make the money for themselves? <laughs> man, that was I, so specific. Man, to keep it a hundred. Because guess what? Because <laughs> guess what? Every time I'm in the room with the most overly opinionated person in the industry, for sure, for it's sure, always for sure. the trickle down old money people who have money only because their boy got money in the past. <laughs> only because an artist like came were, up I in their like city. We're talking about this recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the same people that sell their catalog away mm. for thirty k and that's to a money man. That was what I was talking about. So, so, um, <laughs> was it those type of people who weren't necessarily the person who could pull the trigger on any yeah. decision in the room? Man, honestly, probably not. I, I don't even know the people really. Yeah. I mean, it's just like some people on Twitter, or, you know. What I'm saying? Uh, it, it most nobody that I met in person uh, ever met me and was like. Yo, that name is whack. It'd be like okay. people that do like write ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the name is corny, but he can rap. Though. Yeah, I'm like, nah, okay, that's what's up. I will take it. You know what I'm saying? You like the name? Honestly, at the end of the day, you those are the people the that name. don't even know people with the money. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, so. yeah, you know, uh, yep. That's how. That's pretty much how I came. Up I was just fuck. You know what I'm saying? Watching Dave Chappelle, who is just that's my favorite comedian, by the way. So it's, He's it's a, also one a of the greatest ever. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It was it was dope. So you, so you in Memphis? New rebrand. Mm-hmm. At age what? Man, I was like fucking. I was definitely like 18, 17, yeah, 18. I was eighteen because I just graduated. I just okay. graduated. Like eighteen. So, so you were free. Yeah. 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 Okay. Got sent away. Yeah. My mom did the same thing to me. Got Bro, sent away. You know Damn. what I'm saying? The boys in the hood joint. You know what I'm saying? When you get in trouble. Yep. 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 You go either. You going here or you? She going sent here. me away way early though. She's yeah. like, go live with your daddy. I'm like, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep. 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 So how do we get to CMG from there? Uh, we so basically, boom. So I get there, I go to school. You know what I'm saying? I was splitting time between University of Memphis, mm-hmm. so the actual university, and then this community college. Well, it's a it's a um HBCU okay. called Lamar and Orange. You know what I'm saying? So I was going, which is in a hood, like it's in a hood, right? But I got family down there, like my pops and them is there. My on my like all of my dad's side mm-hmm. is in Memphis, right? So like I was good in the hood, you know what I'm saying? It was good, but still I was in the hood, and then I was also at University of Memphis, which was where like all the hip kids and all that was at. So you know what I'm saying? Everybody was just like, "Yo, <clears throat> who is this dude?" You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I like I didn't look like nobody there. I didn't sound like nobody there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I was like I was still rapping and doing mm-hmm. my thing. I took like the independent grind that I had in Milwaukee that I had learned from my guy Cherub, I learned from my brother Seven, you know what I'm saying? They just gave me the game. So yeah. I took that, applied it to what I was, you know, just going to school. I was printing CDs, you know what I'm saying? Passing it out, not being scared to pass it out. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just doing a whole- Doing your operations. Right, doing a whole grind. And then eventually, you know what I'm saying? 
without making it a long story, the long story short is the the tape did so good. People was like really supporting it in Memphis, like you know, even the radio station. Like I met yeah. the DJs and all that, and um, I think I I know for a fact B Mims heard it first. Uh, who is uh that's like Gotti right hand man, which mm-hmm. is his cousin too. But you know he heard the album, played it for him. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and I gotta I gotta tell this part. I was uh getting ready to I was like super frustrated in school, just like all creatives who don't want to be in school. Yeah. Didn't we both drop out? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you I feel, dropped out so y'all first semester. Me. Y'all so. feel me? So I was getting ready to like I was like filling out classes for my next semester. Yeah. But like I fucking hated. It. I was depressed as fuck. Mm-hmm. I was in Ching's wings and I got a DM from Gotti and he was like, yo. Call me, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that's nice. He's like, yo, I heard you doing stuff in my city. I heard, I hear you popping, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's call hard. me. Mm-hmm. Shot me his number, and, you know, pretty much the rest, the rest is history. Yeah. That's hard. So, yeah. I want to go a little bit deeper on that, okay. just just because I feel like it will be, um, I mean, well, first of all, it's pretty unique of somebody from our city to uh, even go that mm-hmm. length right. and and that says a lot because we don't really have yeah well we we do, sure. really don't have a lot to show as mm-hmm. far as the music scene yeah like sure, history for wise sure. for sure so you know i don't really want us to stop at the good part okay. you know i want to know how did that go like what were the challenges once you got that look mm-hmm. what are some things you learned mm-hmm. because i i know that you know you're obviously independent yeah, now I'm independent right now yeah. so how did that go as far as like um, what did you What did you learn Like what What did you run into That disrupted that process And mm-hmm. what also Came out of it That was a positive That like um, Maybe Like Gave you More opportunity Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure it Gave you some looks You right. know what I mean Financially Connections wise And just as far as Meeting people Being in the same rooms Of people Right Um I just want to know, like, what you took from that whole experience. Like, yeah. what was the process of that coming together and moving into a different part of your career? Yeah, for sure. Uh, pretty much. So, like, one thing I always try to, like, my mindset is, like, I don't never view, like, those type of situations as a negative. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think that helps you keep going. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, if, you, yeah. if you view an L as a loss instead of a lesson, then that kind of, that'll weigh on you. Yeah. Like, those losses... That you seeing or they'll weigh on you. So you know, I, I view them as lessons. But you know, once I once I got into the the whole industry flow, um, the positives that I learned is like one, how to do a rollout, how to um, how to mark properly market myself. Even though that's not my, you know, expertise. Roll. But you know, what I'm saying just watching Gotti close and you know seeing how involved he is mm-hmm. in the whole process. I I picked that up too. You know, what I'm saying. Um, just the process of putting the album together and then getting that album out and, you know, getting the proper push from the label and getting the yeah. budget. You know, just that whole, seeing that whole process is something that <clears throat> I view as a positive because I was able to learn it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I can take the things that, I can apply certain things to like an independent grind nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the challenges, one of the challenges was, um, you know, not having full control or full say-so of, when you drop, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because now you have to get this approved. You know what I'm saying? You go work on your project for six months and you bring it to the the major the major guys and they they have the power to be like, uh, oh, we don't think it's ready yet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um just as an artist, because I'm I'm I feel like I'm a pure artist in every way to you know what I'm saying, every sense of the word, you know what I'm saying? I'm very passionate about it. I want control over it, you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think it's good, you know what I'm saying? Um so when you hear, yo, this is not ready yet, you know what I'm saying? It makes you want to ask, uh, well, 
says who? The fuck is right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> says who? Exactly. Who's who's telling exactly. me? And then once I see who's telling me, you know what I'm saying? That's the part that's like, you know, it kind of it, it do leave a bad taste in your mouth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But honestly, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm not bitter. I'm not a bitter about none of that. It was just something that I learned. I was like, okay, cool. I see what this is. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 weather the storm. Let's get through it. I reworked the project as many times as I needed to mm-hmm. until it was time for them to, you know, really put that stand behind it. And to like I said, uh, you know, one thing about me is I'm a resilient person. You know what I'm saying? I'm a roll with the punches all day. So, you know, during that time where they was like, "Yo, it's not ready." You know, I couldn't I wasn't I couldn't put my album out, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. instead of just pouting about it, I said, "Look, okay, cool. Y'all going to have to catch up to me then." I'm gonna get on SoundCloud. I'm finna drop these freestyles yeah. for free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. This is what, and I'm gonna promote it myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all these things until they get on board with what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's kind of how I handled that whole situation. And eventually, you know what I'm saying? We got so hot to the point they was like, "Well, yo, we gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta put him on tour now. Mm-hmm. We gotta drop his album now." And sure enough, it did. Um, and. Yeah, that's pretty much what I that's pretty much what I took from it though, just learning how that whole process goes, what I do like, what I don't like. Um and of course, uh I didn't have that much value on myself. You know, I was brand new, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. very raw artist, brand new, you know what I'm saying? So when it came time to sit at the table, you know what I'm saying? Uh I'm not going to sit here and say I got you know, million dollar right. advances, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it wasn't I don't want to, you know, you know, I mean, they like they always that. they always revisit unless you have uh, a hit out before um, before anything like. Right. But uh, as long as you have a hit out before getting signed to somewhere, they're not gonna really hand that out mm-hmm. unless they're like really really set on engineering it, who you are. Exactly. They usually revisit those type of deals later when you have some type of leverage. Right. But see, one thing that I did learn though from that, and God, Gotti also taught me this. He says so this way next time the next time you come to that table. You build your value up because the more value you have, that's as a, you know, without them, mm-hmm. all they can offer you is the bag. They're mm-hmm. not going to offer you all this, oh, we're going to record your album for you. No, I can do that myself. Mm-hmm. Or no, I got my team to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, not they're gonna, doing less. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. The less they have to do mm-hmm. for you, the more of the bag they're going to have to give you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's also something that, you know, I learned. So it was just all, it was all a learn, uh, learning process for me. Would you, would you sign again? Uh, absolutely. If the if the if the situation is right, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I'm I'm one of those people that's I'm not against um, major labels. You right. know what I'm saying because for some people, it can really turn out to be a dope dope thing. You know what I'm saying. Like uh, you look at Nips you look at Nipsey last album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Uh, granted, the music was amazing, but you know what I'm saying. I don't think it does what it has the impact it does without. The partnership, push, yeah, yeah, without the partnership with Atlantic, so mm-hmm. you know, you look at a situation like that. It's, that's it, it that, works. That's really the benefit of signing in modern day is because it's, uh, you know, people could say what they want, but mm-hmm. if you make your deal and you work it out yourself, mm-hmm. um, I think Russ is one of those people who Russ, who, yep. who had the advantage of doing that. But it's also like the example too, because he built up that that leverage yeah. and that value. Yep. Through mm-hmm. dropping through SoundCloud yeah. for so many years, I and mean, then these are people who can went to the make those calls. One, one, it's one second away. They have mm-hmm. large relationships with the the top um, entities in in the world mm-hmm. outside of even entertainment. So, mm-hmm. uh, I guess you know I want to circle back and I want to just I want to get your uh, 
I want to take you to where you're done mm-hmm. now with the label. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you go from there? Like, cause now you, it's been a couple years removed from that, right? Yeah. You've been dropping music. You've mm-hmm. done projects. You've mm-hmm. done different structured releases mm-hmm. as far as releasing bulk, releasing mm-hmm. little at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what is it now that you are like planning to do as far as um. Do you have a game plan as far as what you're striving for? Because I know you're obviously trying to build, just always continuously build the fan base. Mm -hmm. But is there a bigger goal in mind as far as your career wise, as far as, you know, you being older now, having Mm -hmm. more experience in the the game? Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there something else that you are looking to do aside from just keep making music and keep dropping music? Uh, For sure. I mean, man, we definitely want to. You know, what I see, what I look at it as, you, you definitely want to take it there to the top. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, I view myself like a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? It's like you ball out on a team. You know what I'm saying? Boom, y'all win a ring. Y'all win a couple rings. Cool. You get into your older years. Now you're a free agent. You know what I'm saying? And you, you just looking you just looking for that ne- that next opportunity. And the, mm-hmm. the, next, the next time you get a chance to get on that team, you know what I'm saying? You're going to take it there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think everything that I'm doing right now is just – one, building my value up, building the brand. You know what I'm saying? Everything I'm doing is just preparing for the, the bigger win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In, in the end, whether that comes in a in the form of a deal, whether that comes in a form of, you know, some some crazy big tour. Um, really just, just, like I said, just continuing to build it up until those opportunities present themselves. But, you know, I definitely want to do things more than music. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's, you know, the music is just half the battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You definitely want to expand the brand and just execute all these other ideas as well you know what i'm saying but for me it starts with the music so mm-hmm. you know that's just that's the space that i'm in honestly what's the goals that are um the interest outside of the music right now even if they're not like the next immediate step for sure i definitely want to get into like um i want to get into helping up-and-coming artists mm-hmm. like navigate as independence you know what i'm saying because I, I don't think there's enough inf- there's information out there but i don't think it's like it's enough, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think guys like me, there's other guys that's you know that been in the industry and stuff and have learned. You got a unique experience. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I definitely got. I, I have a certain knowledge that I could definitely pass down. So I definitely want to get in like consulting for like younger artists, um, whether that come in the form of like some type of company or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The the specifics can be worked out, but the concept is there. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. Definitely want to open up like a center for people like in Milwaukee because another thing that I noticed like when I come back here like I'd be like yo where the studio at like let's let's look like in the studio and there's not a lot there's like a couple mm-hmm. like there's like you could count on your hand yeah. how many like legit studios there are to like go to you know what I'm saying so I definitely also want to open not just a studio but a studio space you know what I'm saying so not just music artists but like people can come to this place to do a podcast. People can film videos in the back. You know what I'm saying? Just like a space to do something like mm-hmm. that. I think that's that's long overdue in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? And not just put one like downtown. Like I want to put one, you know what I'm saying, somewhere in the, you know what I'm saying, on my, on my side of town, the north mm-hmm. side. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because those kids, they need an outlet as well. You know what I'm saying? So Where, What part of the north side did you grow up in? I grew up on uh, on Villard. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, I, I grew up around like all over really. Yeah. But like, you know, I spent a lot of my time on Villard. You know what I'm saying? 33rd, Villard. Yeah. 62nd right here. That's yeah. where I grew up. For what you're trying to get done with building mm-hmm. that space in the, in the city because I feel like a lot of us creatives at least have that mm-hmm. intention in mind whether mm-hmm. it's a permanent one or temporary or, or however we're going to see it mm-hmm. um, 
Did you have because I immediately think of running rebels? Mm-hmm. Did you have a, a relationship with them coming up in the city while you were recording? Because oh. I feel like not all of us, but a good handful of us have either been a part of running rebels or recorded mm. at running rebels at some time. So I was trying to see yeah. if you had that history with them at all. Honestly, I don't think so. I've definitely heard of them, yeah, yeah. but I think by the time I think the guys that I like my guys that were older than me mm-hmm. were have spent time there. Mm-hmm. But I think by the time that I was like getting into recording. Like they all had the equipment already, so right, like right. we was just, just I just yeah I was just yeah. at the crib with it. That's kind of like how I learned. But how old are you? Uh, I'm 27. Okay, yeah, yeah, just turned 27. Okay, yeah. Because running rebels isn't that like Pizzle, Job, Jetson? Nah, they used to record out of there, but oh. yeah, they're not. They're that's not the only anymore. experience I've had yeah, there. That was them. yeah, that's yeah. who was they were. I think that was on the later when I was when I was uh, over there too. But I was in that center because. Um, my mom's ex-husband used to do... He does community work with the kids and stuff, so he Word. was in there They had, like, too. pool tables and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. kids were already in there, but that Word. was immediately... That's imme- That's usually the first place I think of when yeah, you talk about sure. a space for kids to create mm-hmm. and do work. Mm-hmm. And then Urban Underground, of course, Urban, too. Yeah, with, I was going to say... Uh, yeah, 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 yep, so, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, for We sure. got those spaces. I just feel like... I mean, and Sean, man, let me know. I feel like a lot of the financial resources that come to the city aren't mm-hmm. properly... Yeah, I agree. And, uh, dispersed. Yeah, dispersed out and given to the... The areas and the neighborhoods where they really need to be at. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think a lot of times, like, again, I think we, which is not a bad thing, like downtown and the east side and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, those are it's a dope area, so I understand like why you would want to put yeah, yeah, yeah. why you would want to put something in those areas because it's it just looks good. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I know that I, I identify with the kids that come from this yeah, area, yeah. and they really don't have. It ain't really It ain't really nothing Over there besides Like yeah you could Redo the projects A million times It's still mm-hmm. the projects You know what I'm saying yeah. So you know It just needs to be more You know what I'm saying They need more And I think I think this You know the reason This here, I get a lot of flack Let's For it. No I'm just saying It's just like Everything that goes towards entertainment here is just all it's just all money that's handed out. Mm. And like there's even some studios here where people's parents put up the money for mm-hmm. it. You know, people have that, you know, mm-hmm. access and like, you know, on the north side there's it's people you're on the north side for a reason. No one lives there by choice. You know what I'm saying? Like in in all reality, people live you know, you might find a nice gap of uh, blocks here and there with some nice, decent neighbors, but in, in all reality, there's not many places that you can go and like safely chill for a long time. You know what sure. I mean? Without without. I mean, shout out to the Sherman, Sherman Phoenix is cool. Definitely, yeah, that's been one of but, the biggest. Know, we just need yeah. more. But you yeah. go, you go, you go to downtown and the east side, and it's like. It's good intent that people start these. Stu- Who doesn't want to start a music studio? Everyone has the grand idea. I want to start a music studio. I want to have a space for creators. We could mm-hmm. throw events here, and it's mm-hmm. someone's kid that's fresh out of college, and I think you know, it is, 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 is starts things up. But or some old engineer that has yeah, yeah, yeah. you know experience <clears throat> engineering rock songs or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's never like a cultured situation. Funny, though. Though. It's always a forced cultured situation. I think you know what, what I'm is, saying. Is, and this is the thing that we get um, in entertainment now is mm. we, and this is everybody, creatives, yeah. whoever. We wanna we wanna bring to an area what we didn't have growing up, or what we feel like could have been missing. So that's why you get. 100 rappers and then out of those 100 50 of them want to do community work and out of those 50 30 of them want to put a studio because that mm-hmm. was the thing that they were missing growing up mm-hmm. with me it's like i don't think i want to implement another studio here because i had that growing up mm-hmm. you know, my high school had a studio mm-hmm. when i was living in alabama 
I would skip my lunch hours and go to my math class and my teacher would let me stand in front of the computer and rap into the iMac during lunch. And, you know, so I always had that for me it would be all right. What's the thing that's missing or the thing that I know my homies would have wanted, Word. which is all right. So for me, it's like if shit go the way I wanted to. I'm building a production company because there's mm-hmm. a lot of writers here. A lot of folks here I know that want to, especially visual people who want to shoot things, yeah, but they sure, can't bro. shoot shit because there's nothing it's here to nothing, shoot. Yeah, bro. You know, when, and then a, you get the... There's, like, there's yeah. five locations in the city. Yeah, and then you get the, the Pitchfork articles where they say the city is oh. gloomy, drab, and all the videos look the same, but bro. it's like, there ain't shit out here to shoot, but this ain't but, shit. But, but even all in the woods. Even mixed in that, though, too, like, I, I, I noticed the me- the best music... Out of the out of the city comes from the areas where they're not tossing out mm-hmm. grants or they're not tossing out. This is a damn. Who the fuck was I talking you know, to about this? Oh. Like still with with all those challenges, but these guys have to have their guy that's the you know talking to about this. They're getting their money away. That you know, I mean, that's how that's how it is though. Yeah, and but- I feel like a, a lot of these places don't re- like. I'm talking strictly about hip hop. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it, it's. The way the the things are he, things here are done is mm-hmm. uh you really have to hustle in hip hop to like make it to make it out really okay. and like you can't like make it corporate you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. you can to an extent at, at a certain time you but like just those, when we were talking rumor- about the solo key and <clears throat> yeah. with their managers you can it takes away from the allure yeah. if it's too corporate yeah. you know what i'm saying when you can tell that what they're doing is it's too strategized yeah. as far as like too many people putting in ideas because mm-hmm. regardless of the bread that's put up that bread is mainly from one entity mm-hmm. and they're just hiring people who halfway know what they're doing mm-hmm. who have no real experience but uh, it's you know it takes away from the allure you know what I'm saying so say if somebody that has is growing here who has a image is coming up and they maybe enter into something or maybe they uh, uh, strategize with what's the word that you uh, uh, nepotism nepotism <laughs> they do that I right like that. Yeah. they they That's use they use uh, they it, use bro. their their nepotism <laughs> right yeah. which is what you have to do you have to strategize mm-hmm. in the game Um if it's with the wrong people who don't understand that culture of that mm. side of town, which mm. I mean, look where we are. We're in the most segregated city ever, you know, and as far as in the nation, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not going to mesh well. And that's how I think the city, run, <clears throat> the problem runs into is because the best music comes out of the worst places here. And the and funding the- for a lot of these things that isn't illegal uh, comes out of places, you know, that don't necessarily understand the culture. Side, yeah. They're just viewers. I was talking to one of the homies about it, and mm-hmm. I don't remember how. But this is a conversation I have with everybody whenever we talk about Milwaukee and even Word. the Midwest. For sure. And I'm pretty sure you would agree. We yeah. we both seen enough parts of this country. Yeah. We didn't travel. We didn't hurt right. and seen other artists. Mm-hmm. And I tell niggas all the time. I put the stamp on it. I feel like Milwaukee makes the best art. Like regardless of Absolutely, music, poetry, bro. art, we make the best shit because. One, being in the Midwest, you get the influence of everybody. Everybody Mm -hmm. has to cross through the Midwest Mm -hmm. in order to get to wherever they want to go. So we already picking up all of those influences and cultures and shit like that, too. But then also, like Ann was just saying, the creatives here don't get the resources that we feel we deserve and we should have. So Mm -hmm. that forces us to over-deliver and then over-produce and Mm over-create. So then we're put in the situations where we got to do shit that's never been done before, which is... 
you going out and you getting signed, yeah, which is some shit that would have came out of left field, right? Me popping up doing something with yeah. TMJ yeah. and then Facts. getting an Emmy nomination years later. Facts. Is and doing the run that he did, Lakia doing what she had to do to get up. So you got yeah. all these dope people doing these things due right. to lack of resources, right? And one of the things that I wanted to add in too is like, you know, what I'm saying with like you were saying with like the Midwest. I think another thing too is like. We make the best music just all around, like from it, whether it be the hood music, yeah. whether it be the worldly hip hop music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just we call them all- the ukuleles. <clears throat> the ukuleles. Yeah, we got a, we got we got an episode called Stoles and, and Ukuleles. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. I yeah. saw that. And I, you know, what I'm saying one of my and just to just to touch on that, my thing is I be trying to tell people you can support. Both of both mm-hmm. of those things yeah. can coexist. I don't like when I, I be seeing a lot of times like people be trying to separate it mm-hmm. or like they'll they'll try to like hyper focus in on this side and mm-hmm. be like this is no this is Milwaukee and then they hyper then they some people do it on with the other guys and they be like no this is Milwaukee I'm like no all of I it is perfect answer you know what I'm saying you. like all of it is Milwaukee and it can be supported at the same time mm-hmm. and that's something that has to be done you know what i'm saying why why are we making articles where we separate this style of this style mm-hmm. of artist and not write about none of these guys but then do it's, it and then vice versa sub segregation right why because not mix it art is always going to mimic life you know what i'm saying right so in a city that's the most segregated the music scene is also segregated you notice we know yeah. this for a fact yeah, facts. north side south, south side, side. Shit. Don't ever yeah, mess. It doesn't, yeah, even yeah, musically. Facts, and then when facts. we get to the north side, we sub segregate that too because it's like, all right, we got the ukuleles and then we got the stullies, which right. we got north side shit and east side shit, right? Or trap music, weirdos, whatever the fuck it is, right? And then it's like this is just all the reflection of the environment we in, right? What was your response? Cause I know you got it. Um, just to basically the answer for for everything, I have all the answers. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just like, um, the answer to life. Really, really, just to answer that though is. There's not enough, even with both of those combined and all genres and all, whether it's acting or comedy or, you know, whatever it may be here, Mm -hmm. there's not enough homegrown entertainment uh, outlets that can keep their lights on Mm -hmm. without posting what's going to gain the most traction. So they think strategically what's going to gain the most traction. We're going to talk about this girl who just got assigned to QC only when she signed to QC, mm-hmm. not beforehand. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Ishtar only when he gets to Complex or only when he's about to drop, but we know mm-hmm. he's already gained his mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. his thing. We're we're going to talk about. I mean, dude, they had they had a whole write up and article on skills when he did a when he was a fucking extra on Empire, an extra on a thirty second fucking clip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. a whole write up here. That's wild. Go to any other city. You know what I'm saying? But so that's the point I'm trying to make is they're just doing this, the things to keep their lights on. Like I said, in another episode is their, their um, entertainment department probably is probably one or two people mainly probably funded for this, like hired yeah. to do a job because they're talking about murders and the new laws being passed and, and mm. these outlets and shit like that. Their mm. music department is really only when festivals mm. and big artists comes to town. Mm. So what they do is, Oh, Wester X is dropping his fourth song ever this week, and he has a music video coming out. I, I'm sorry, I just like to be jokes. I, <laughs> no, no, I no. could be a comedian hey, in a different city. You, you know that, what I'm saying? That is funny. Uh, yeah. That is funny. So you know he's dropping his fourth song ever, and he has this illustrious video done with all the best videographers here that won't do a video with, you know, won't go to the north side to shoot with somebody mm. to, uh, like a soul. 
solo key or you know chicken, chicken. or something like that. Word. Um, that's what it is because the creatives refuse to do something like that also. So, um, it's it's just a big whirlwind yeah. because there's nothing really here. Like you, at the end of the day, you gotta look, you gotta keep the lights on at the place. We can't keep the lights on talking about this guy I mean, until he has something big that's happening. But this, the thing I'm is, just thinking strategically as far as in their brains thinking right. so. No, yeah, they we, don't create we, we the buzz around. We all they don't create right the buzz around anything I, until the, the artists here go do yeah. the work and get the million views or something. I feel that. And I, I totally agree. I yeah. agree. They they doing what they got to do. Yeah, yeah, but at yeah. the same time, it's a way to it's a way to appreciate all the good all the shit. 100%. And and keep your lights on, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. what how hard is it to mention this guy in the like they be doing the artist wrap-ups and stuff like that? Like that's cool cuz they put they put in Everybody a little in. bit a little yeah. bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. You, you know what I'm saying? Why front like this is it right here Or this is it right here You know what I'm saying Like bro Let this you shit coexist Cause when Whatever's the shit, at the moment When the shit coexist yeah. You know what I'm saying If you look at Atlanta The reason they so popping Is because they talk, They mix everything in At one time yeah. They support this They support this They support this And there's no logistics you, either You know what I'm saying Like when you go to Atlanta And I, I This is the 18th time I've cut you off But no, I get so could. excited no, you Cause could. you're saying The right things Yeah uh, when you go to Atlanta, it's just so easy to collaborate with somebody too. Like yeah. it's less of a process here. You have two big entities come together to collaborate. They overdo all the talks to do so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To do so here, it's just it be strange. It'd yeah, be it's strange. just strained for nothing because there's no real bread coming in here. One person might have a job at some industry level, you know, uh, entity, mm-hmm. and that's it. But you're you're really you're not gonna be seeing. No, no real bread to where you need to too, is make everything so difficult. And I'm speaking on the artistic level. Just yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. yeah. For sure. And it's just like being in Milwaukee, you, you automatically taught up. You can't rub elbows with everybody right away. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, I'm going to jump gotta, in when you're done. You got to build these relationships with people before y'all start to do this thing. Even mm-hmm. if that's y'all. It's a standoff mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah, but, but that's also, but that's yeah. also the thing because <clears throat> even when we travel and you can notice it when you travel and you go to other places, people are more friendly. As opposed mm-hmm. to when they are here, just because yeah. of how the city is. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I was going to say, and this is something that I was, I, I kind of learned to get out of this way of thinking maybe recently, maybe like maybe a, a year ago. You know what I'm saying? One thing I realized here is, and this ain't nothing wrong with it because I think it's natural, mm-hmm. but like we're very clicked up, right? Like everybody goes to where like they homies is. You know what I'm saying? Everybody stays very clicked up. Mm-hmm. And then you know I'm saying, it can, and, you don't cross that And that can make it feel like It's tension When it's really not yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying like There's you can, so much of that You can never You There's cannot so have an issue With some introduction Exactly mm-hmm. You cannot have an issue With somebody like here But I've seen it Like where you walk in You walk in with your click They walk in with They click this mm-hmm. This click walk in And they don't And you don't cross paths Cause you know what I'm saying We just clicked up yeah. like that and um, I ain't gonna lie, I've been a vic- I've been a victim of that. You know what I'm saying? From, from it feels from cool the jump. sometimes. You know exactly. Like, like that's yeah. the thing. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to. I get that because, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it feel like cool sometimes? sometimes like some, you just walk in somewhere with your because it's a, your, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ego thing depending on where you at. Yeah. And then the, and then it's a, so if it's like but that's a, a toxic sh- thing. Show, you different. know what I'm saying? If right. it's a show, right? You gonna you might tend to be staying office, especially if you somebody with a. A little more profile yeah, But right. if you're in a studio That's a different thing It's a closed space yeah, Because right, I've been right, in spots Where Some of the guys I'm closest with now mm. We have come Like dog I thought You ain't like me When we first met yeah, I was like no sure. I wasn't that bro I just didn't know you yeah, So because you're sure. not knowing you I'm 
already reserved and For I gotta sure. see what type of person you are before yeah. I wanna start engaging with you. Yeah. As opposed to just, oh what up, my name's Jen, you okay, cool, nice to meet you, and yeah. then chill from there. For but sure. that's also like you were saying, that's also a habit that I've gotten into. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. That's something up. that I, I had to learn how to break out of. Like even you know what I'm saying, even doing something like this. And like I, it, again, it's I'm just, sure I'm sure you've heard just numerous things about me. You know I, what I'm I actually saying? Have, I've never I've never. Well, heard I'm just saying because people that know you don't like me, so or, that or the, if, you know if what that's I'm saying? true. I don't know that. Okay, good. I've never. That's I've what never I usually that. get when I talk to somebody here, yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm a kind of a prick. I've seen you walk. I've seen you work with people, but I yeah yeah personally never heard nothing about you oh okay um, cool and i know i've known jen like i said we, i've known jen since high like school. since high school days because yeah. you know yeah, i used to do poetry with his homie my guy yeah Ray. and um you, you know what i'm saying but like for one reason or another you know what i'm saying we've never crossed ever since then like you know we've never really crossed paths and it's not been of course there ain't been no issues no, it just, but it's just like just it everybody just be in a pocket you know yeah. what i'm saying and i'm like like i said like last year or maybe two years ago i'm gonna tap in on that too i've been i've been learning i've been learning to break out of that and like you know just chop it up with with people that i wouldn't usually work with or reach out to people mm-hmm. and just learn to you know really network and i think that'll set a um that kind of sets the tone too mm-hmm. for the guys that's to come up in Milwaukee, but they doing a lot better than yeah. than we were. And oh, I, way and better. This was a way conversation better. that I used to have. Like, so our our class and our generation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we were like, we kind of that bridge between the younger guys mm-hmm. and then our OGs. Yeah, our OGs were we the middle dumb, child, dumb clicked up, yeah, super, super standoffish. Like, yeah, for sure. I remember talking to uh, my big bro Maul. He used to he used to tell me like, yo, you. It was a time where we would go to a show. Mm-hmm. The people who came to that show to see them people perform. Once the artists got done performing, they left and took their fans with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember that at the Mir- the Miramar joints, the uh, Miramar joints. That's oh the, my that's god, that's the standoff like, but, venue right there. But oh we, god. but we, we've been that. We've been blessed to one experience that that side, mm-hmm. and sometimes be a part of it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then also be able to usher in the new, the newer, younger generation. Like, hey, make sure you make sure you stay tapped in with everybody yeah. around you. Make sure you collabing with either us or somebody else. Mm-hmm. But the the dudes coming up after us, they yeah, they super they good. good. They super locked in. in. They locked in. Um um to the point that you were saying about us never working. Mm. In the time where we were when we were doing shit, because this is like what 2011, probably yeah for real yeah yeah yeah. 2012 yeah. I think 2012 20, for real is when shit got rolling right, right all of us were still kind of in our OG's mentality mm-hmm. and just clicked everybody up. was in their own clicks already just it was alright we got house here we got word life camp here yeah. we got blue lemon click over here and it's yeah. like and then we all had love and respect for each other but it was also like we doing our shit right. in our, our pockets, group man. and yep. that's gotta be the thing dog yep. and it was like yep. and I wanna run this back to um, when I was saying you had an influence on me one time it was mm-hmm. when we had went down in South by Southwest, mm-hmm. like 2014. Mm-hmm. You had just signed with them. Mm-hmm. And we were, um, I was with Jaya, Obi, and my sister Christine. And we standing in line at a venue. Mm-hmm. And then y'all were going out. I forgot the venue. Mm-hmm. But y'all were going out. I'm like, dog, what's good? Man, you yeah. dapped up, shake yeah. hands and shit. I'm like, are you performing? Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going to hit the stage for a little bit. I'm like, dope. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was geeked to see you. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's fire. Mm-hmm. The homie that made it. And I was like, yeah. Oh nigga, I can never be a fan again. It's over. Yeah, yeah. It's not a fan. And I was like, I can't yeah. be a fan of you. I can't yeah. be a fan fan. Cause right. I was like, oh hell no. Cause yeah. that's where I'm trying to be at. Yeah, no, so no, no. That shit right, that right there drove me to like, all right, we yeah. gotta constantly be in artist mode mm-hmm. and grind mode. Mm-hmm. But that'll do something to you to the point where it's like when you start interacting with people, you're mm-hmm. only interacting with them as the artist or yeah. like as the brand entity. Right. And that's cool sometimes, but all the time it doesn't benefit because then it stops you from doing the work you need to do or reaching out for and sure. engaging with that person. So, For sure. Yeah, I agree. That's nah, one of them things. Nah, I feel that. I feel that. 
And I want to add too, you know what I'm saying? This just back to the whole clicked up thing. If it's personal beef, then that's different. You know what I'm saying? Duh, I'm not here. To, yeah. I don't want nobody to watch it and be like, "Well, man, I'm really feeling some type of." If you, yeah. if it's like really beef, then I get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just speaking on like, you know what I'm saying? When you just it's a general up, sense of you pick when pride will let you reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. Saying? yeah. So, Most of the time, it's pride because it's yeah. never, it's never really a real issue. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, me personally, I, yeah. I don't be having no beef with nobody. You know, if it ain't what no, is there to beef about? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a women. A, I know <laughs> women. <laughs> I didn't see. I was just about to say bitches. Say, yeah. man, don't, hold on now. Be, yeah. I didn't see some beefs because it'd be really yeah. beef. But it's usually saying? over women for sure, or some, or, or something, or some, you know, what I'm saying? or some money, you yeah, know what I'm or some money, drugs, or some disrespect, drug related. People be this another thing too. You know, what I'm saying people be feeling disrespected, and sometimes. The other person don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, that be that be me because I'm the one that I'm waiting. I'm waiting for somebody. Is oblivious, bro. Yeah, because so. like if I don't dap you up one time, if I don't yeah. dap you up one time, you might see that as disrespect. Mm-hmm. I might, I either one generally might might not have seen your hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could have been, you don't, you know, somebody could have been in a different headspace. I could be moving quick, mm-hmm. anything. But something as simple as a dap will, in another person's mind, will create a whole beef. Mm-hmm. But my you know thing is like, my thing is also too. Let me know if you don't like something. Go right. about it respectfully. That's how I be. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's but, how I am. You if know you, what I'm saying? If Go it's, about if, it if, respectfully for sure. But if you don't like something, let me know because right. I'll apologize if I made you feel a certain way. Exactly. You, I had to do something to make you respond in whatever way you responded. Exactly. So, my thing be, my thing, and I, I'm going to let you go, but my thing here, here, if there's ever, my thing is, if there's ever beef here on some like, Rapper stuff, yeah. bro. This is not the industry. This is not LA. <laughs> yeah. This is not New That'd York. Be the shit that I'd be like, too. I'm like yeah. I'd be like, bro, it's on a local level. Yeah. And this I'd be like, feeling? bro, I will never beef with nobody locally, bro. Like, if you see me around, no you know point. what I'm saying, bro. You, but you know what I'm saying, say yeah. something. If you feel away, say something. This ain't the industry. Yeah. I think I got. <laughs> I think I think to add to that, I think I got a custom for myself. Mm-hmm. I think I got a custom to traveling and working in more corporate environments and like meeting big artists and not like and actually working like having a value there mm-hmm. and like i kind of uh converted to that kind of um uh dialogue and so like when i have discussions with people and when others have discussions with people and something doesn't work out on a proposal level or a business level. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, "Oh yeah, that won't work," or "This it won't work like this," or someone might not hit them back because their offer is just totally outrageous or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that will be a, like the other person on the receiving end won't understand how to just they take it personally. They take it personally, but when it comes out, like if you're if you're striving to get outside of here. Mm-hmm. That's everyday talk. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just yeah. doing those type of deals until something. I think it's one of the hardest things. You know to what I'm also saying? Over just because you might be doing a dealing with that person in a month or a week, they might come back next week and be like, "Yo, bro, you know what? I actually maneuvered to make something mm-hmm. like that work." Or maybe or, that one thing yeah. didn't work out, but something else will. Yeah, yeah. Down in the line, there's we just always get to more. The, I'm gonna say we because I'm just yeah, we can speak for yeah, us. Yeah, all of us. We 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 just gotta. Work at not taking things personal, regardless, yeah. regardless of how it comes off. Mm-hmm. That's always been how I felt about Milwaukee. I watch too much Entourage. That's why I talk the way I do. <laughs> I feel like Milwaukee's. I feel like the biggest hurdle for Milwaukee as a collective is the lack of business practice and etiquette. etiquette yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because when, like you were saying, like when things don't go through, that shouldn't become an issue. It shouldn't yeah. be. It shouldn't be like. 
right, because immediately did. your first thought is, all right, fuck you. Right, <laughs> and, but it shouldn't. It, but it shouldn't yeah. be. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be. Oh, we beefing because. You try, you know what I'm saying? You tried to charge me this, and it didn't. If it just don't work out, it don't work out. But if I see yeah. you, in, if I see you around, like it's still all good. Mm. I've had, I've had that type of stuff happen, but and it's not been no issues. Right. I understand how that works. If we don't agree on something, or like if it, whatever you trying don't work for me, mm. or vice versa, whatever I'm trying to, what I'm doing don't work for you. That's cool. You yeah. Know what I'm Even if it's just on a creative level, if somebody. You go to New York, bro. That's happening, bro. By the minute. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an agreement down the street that just didn't work. They ain't finna go beat each other up. They finna nah. go move. You finna move on. To Better the go make something else work. Oh, you're trying to go buy a used car somewhere, and a used car costs two thousand dollars. You only have fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, you don't you don't want to be on a pay every month thing. You're just looking to buy a quick car, and right. the deal don't work out. You're right. not sitting there, you know, badgering the guy selling the car. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're just gonna go find something Shit. else. Depending right. on the person, they might. <laughs> But, but you can't be that person gen- all the time. But bro. generally, yeah, yeah. Generally, you keep you know, moving. You're just gonna keep moving to find something because it's more important matters ahead of you. Yeah. So I it's agree. just, it's just that's the mentality you really just have to be in because it's at, at the end of the day, it's if you're just creating more um, disruption in mm-hmm. your your state of mind, your peace mm-hmm. with things, mm-hmm. it's just gonna take up. It's gonna soak up your time, and that that's the most valuable thing is the time. Because if you're focusing too much, even in your mind, mm-hmm. if you're getting if you're productive and you're getting a lot done, uh, you could still be taking up a lot of space in your mind, and you become overwhelmed. That's a good transition. And, you know what I'm saying? A great place is like just pivot on. What are you doing now to practice self care and taking care of your peace and mentality? Man, I love that question, bro. Um, one, I got into um, I I guess I call I'm gonna call it yoga. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't no poser though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a like full blown yogi like yeah. walking around with the mat. I'm but not. like in the morning, you know what I'm saying? I, what I do is like a 15 minute meditation slash stretch. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's basically in the yoga field. You know what I'm saying? I do it every morning. You know what I'm saying? Just try to stretch, mm-hmm. clear my mind. You know what I'm saying? Start the day. Speak some. Speak some. Um, you know, affirma- affirmations, affirmations yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Intentions, all that type of stuff, and then start my day. So that definitely helped. As far as my uh, my self care, um, stepping away from music. You know what I'm saying? Just I like I said, I go to the park every day, bro. I love like just getting out uh, and just being in nature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. hearing some water flow or just. You know, chilling, chilling, staring at the sky or something like that. You know, just getting away from the the mental grind yeah. of music. Um, what else? What That's else? What my ass needs I be to do. man. I be. I, I'm. I like going. You know, I take myself out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know a lot of times. You know, we don't. We don't. We don't go out to eat unless we taking somebody out or something like Shit. that. Man, but I be, yeah, I you feel know, you. I, yeah. I, I park up. You know what I'm saying? Park my car <laughs> mm-hmm. and just take myself somewhere new. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um. So I do that. And then, um, not as much as I should, but I, I also just got into, you know, reading it a lot more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's my, like, highest form of self-care. Yeah. I'll the Alchemist lost. is where it's at. You know what I'm saying? I that's mean, I know book. that's, like, a that's cliche a must, book, a but read. The Alchemist mm-hmm. is, like, that's it. I just reread that for the second time. Have you read um, The Richest Man in Babylon? I have not. Must have. Got you. Yeah, you got to read that. that one. I'm on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that. Necessity. Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah. yeah. My book, that. my library is deep, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, I love reading. Yeah, like when I, I got in trouble I only as a kid, get like my mom took my books. books. Yeah, if they so like research shows if you don't get past the fiftieth page, you'll never finish a book. Mm. So my thing is to always try to read the first fifty pages mm. when I sit down mm. or whenever I get the book. Read yeah. the first fifty as quick as possible because mm. then I know I'm gonna go back. I'm invested enough. Yeah. 
or create like a routine. Like my thing yeah. is like I, I create a routine. So like if I know for a fact I'm coming home, I usually get home around a certain time. Mm-hmm. When I get home, I try to like pick the book up before I get tired or mm-hmm. you know let my energy go down. I get home, boom, take a seat. You know what I'm saying? Read maybe like 10, 10 15 pages. Hmm. If, I mean more, I, I probably do more, but I think 10, 15 pages is like, you know, solid, solid, solid I say, homework. I say, like, people, I say the teacher people always read, said, just throw a timer on, put your phone on, do not disturb, set a timer for like 20, maybe 30 minutes and just facts. read. Yeah. There you go. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I might have to apply that because I, um, <clears throat> I find myself having trouble with, with reading in general. Mm-hmm. I've, I've recently been reading books, mm-hmm. um, I go through phases, really. Like I'm just the type of person. I just go through a lot of phases during the year. Is it because you prefer digesting information visually, or is it just? Yeah, I mean, I go through that. Don't grab where I your listen attention. To, I listen to you know audio books yeah, and podcasts a lot, and mm-hmm. I'm always taking in. I think it's just because during my day, I'm taking so so much, much information. information. Yeah. By the time I get some time to yourself or mm-hmm. time to like relax. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to relax. Like mm-hmm. since I moved, I recently moved. Uh, April first, I moved into my mm-hmm. new spot. Mm-hmm. There's been maybe two nights where I've slept with the TV on, but the rest of the nights, and I, my entire life, mm-hmm. I slept with the TV on. Yeah. And as soon as I moved to this new place, mm-hmm. now one, I mean maybe two nights by accident, I had the TV on. Like I've literally been going to sleep at like nine o'clock, nine thirty. Uh, and I've just been having the TV off and like, and just really just trying to like physically just rep, being prepared be, yeah, for the yeah. next. Yeah, it's resulted in me waking up earlier, yeah. me having more energy to go to the gym, taking like vitamins and shit right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is because I feel like a lot of all of us together, like you got to wake up and you do your things that you feel make you productive, like, you know, going to the park or whatever your routine is. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, career time. Got to worry about what am I doing with the music? Mm-hmm. Mu- then I got to get into creative mode mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then you're still thinking about it when you're done performing the actions mm-hmm. you have dur- done during the day. Like sure. I'm sure there's second thoughts, mm-hmm. not where you're necessarily doubting yourself, although that probably sneaks in sometimes, sure. but you're, you're thinking about, okay, I hope this person is doing their end of the thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's, yeah. you just, you can't pressure people too much into doing everything that you want. You got to really give them the chance to, Buck up or yeah. perform, yeah. you know, make sure they, they uphold their end of the bargain and trust yeah. them to do that. So, I think, yeah, uh, I think one of the things too is, I mean, this might be cliche, but like, man, the phone, I think the mm-hmm. stress that the phone puts on the human, oh my god, I think it's Boy. very downplayed. I think it's downplayed because, like, the phone we related to like so much stuff, like, we related to social media. You think in business when your phone is in your hand, you mm-hmm. thinking about the people that you need to cut in your hand, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like I have to have it turned down this way, we, right? And then now. we also turn, we also relate the phone to um, relaxation, too, exactly. Yeah, like, so we don't, the, we don't give ourselves that. That room to get away from it often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So like, cause I was talking with my my brother Seven about this the other day. He was like, man, you know, people 
depression is like at an all time high right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is because people spend so much time on their phone, bro. Mm-hmm. Like if you on your phone all day, you on Twitter, you flipping from Twitter, you flipping to Instagram, oh, you flipping through your digesting a bunch of shit, digesting all this stuff at just nonstop rates. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we in our mind, like we'll we'll normalize it. We think mm-hmm. like that's normal, but really it's not. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's another thing that I try to do. But that's what I accomplished by going to the park or, you know, doing these things. It gave me a chance to put my phone down. You know what I'm saying? Like, lead at, you know, getting off social media for a little bit. And again, it's cliche, but it's a real thing, bro. Like, if you spend you less breaks, time. Dog. Yeah, if you spend less time on your phone, bro, you'll find yourself, like, with a clearer mind. Mm-hmm. All that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that phone is stress, bro. I try to leave my shit on Do Not Disturb until noon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one so day. One, that's when I. That's when I'm mentally prepared to. Yeah. Really engage with people is twelve o'clock. Yeah. Anything before that. <laughs> yeah. Play with me, dog. It's, t- it's, it's tough talking when you're just like letting your body wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I noticed too, which it, it could be a positive for this, is like, whenever I put my phone down for a while, I could go all day like staring at my phone, waiting for someone to hit me back. The moment I put my shit down. The message I've been waiting for all day comes in, or the emails I need to get come that, in, I or think the, I think the notifications, which is nothing too. I turn all my notifications off outside of text and phone calls. Yeah. Oh man. Man, yeah, I I right. no, oh, no, no, no. Far as social media, my choice is off. Yeah, all my social media. Off. Yeah, all my, no, yeah, all my socials are off. Emails and text, though. Emails, my, yeah, emails, text, and, and phone calls are, are gonna be on. Oh, okay. I was yeah, yeah, say, yeah. You're a bold man. Yeah, I was no, say, you're gonna miss like, that blessing one of these days. Nah, because I, I, I get into the habit of checking it, but not trying to overcheck it so much. Bro, I okay. missed a crazy call one time. I put my joint on. Do not disturb, bro. I'm, I didn't miss. I, I end up, I fumbled the bag, but then I picked it up. Yeah, but. Yeah. Bro, I ain't gonna hold it. But that's bro. what it did. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. I think the the entire notification culture yeah. it just got us all um just mentally wired with FOMO. We just got yeah. a fear of missing out on something. Hey, you're bro. right, you're yeah. right. You're but right. then it's also getting to the mentality the mentality of all right, and this is gonna sound like you said cliche as shit, but if it was really for me, I ain't miss it. Yeah. It's, hey, that facts. opportunity's still gonna be there same ways you thought you fumbled facts. the bag, you just picked it up. Facts. The opportunity's still gonna be there for you if it's really something Fact. that's that's meant for you to have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga T Pain went two years without going through his DMs. Yeah, bro. Woo, yeah, at, now, DMs? now he that's, on a world tour. That's a prime example. Everybody. That's a prime yeah. example of it. Bro, that man, bro, you know how much money is in it? I was just watching him scroll through it. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Now he on a now he on a world tour oh, yeah. collaborating. He, oh, he picking them, bro. Man. Shout out T Pain, bro. You getting yeah. that bag. Yeah, dog. That feature. So I'd say um, let's take it to our first ad and then uh, we'll come back and uh, move forward. And we are back. This fucking squeaky ass chair, bro. <laughs> My bad, G. Uh, no, I didn't chew. It's me. It's this one. I know it's this one. This is the worst one. Where? I'll be in the session. It's like, fuck, I need to get a new chair. Where? Um, yeah, we're just going to start with the sad shit. Rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Oh, yeah. That was yesterday, right? Yeah, Genius, that was bro. crazy, dog. Genius. I didn't even know he was still alive, if I'm being honest. Maybe like that, but yeah. man, no. I don't mean 70, to say that right now, but man, yeah, comedic you know genius, that's old. genius, bro. We don't I love his segments on the Chappelle show. Bro, you don't get you earlier. don't get Dave Chappelle without <laughs> yeah. Paul. Yeah, I know sure, he's so sure. fucking funny, dude. Fucking <laughs> he was, yeah, he used to go in on white people, dog. bro. The, ne- the Negro, that's da- the best. The comedy. Negro Domus joints was the ones mm. for me. Yeah, yeah, bro. So the be, the best comedy legend, is man. making fun of white people. It's, it is. It truly is. Like Dave Chappelle, some of his best sets making fun of white people. Cat yep. Williams, who's personally my favorite stand-up, making fun of white people. It's just 
there's something about it because they do it so well. Like you can't. Like it's just so accurate. <laughs> like sometimes that it it's like as a white guy, I, go that, I think it's funny for me because <laughs> I am a white guy and I know those type of white people they're talking about, mm-hmm. and it's just so fucking accurate. Like the, I can't. my favorite segment, one of my favorite segments, is the uh, the real world when they did the real world and they had dude and Katie the white girl. Yeah. And they, <laughs> Katie got some big ass to ass, bro, 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 and light his own, the homie light saw, bro. Nah, bro, that's top tier comedy right there. Shit, yeah. Man. So rest in peace to the legend, man. For sure. Going we're um, we're also we're also hearing some new news about some potential uh UFOs recently. I know it's a boring conversation, but been here. Come on, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, well, I'm saying because in June mm-hmm. they're required. The CIA is required to release everything they have that's built like, up. On, that's like uh, like footage. And it's like your mama telling you Santa Claus isn't real. Like, right. I'm just this. interested to see. I'm just interested <laughs> to see like we, what they Okay, been we holding? know there's UFOs. There's yeah. recent footage that shows UFOs going in the water. Mm-hmm. Right. Like literally going in the water. Like so. I you know 60 Minutes just did a segment on it where they had top um, ranked people from the military. different yeah different Boy, uh, sections of the military. So. <laughs> This I, I just think it. I just think it's interesting being alive at this point in time, like seeing this, because it's always been an allure our whole life. Like, yeah. are aliens real? Did I see a UFO? My uncle mm-hmm. said he saw a UFO when he was six. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like we got fucking UFOs like every day on footage. Like right. I've seen more UFO clips in the last month than I've seen my entire life yeah. ever. So, and I'm a firm, I, I believe, oh, of course, you got to be an idiot to not believe that in this universe, there's not more life, mm-hmm. but yeah. I ain't going to lie, That man. shit's scary. We drove to, when I first, because I lived in LA at one point, <clears throat> yeah. and, but we drove there. Yeah. And, you know, so you pass through like Denver, you pass through like Utah and all that. Mm-hmm. We got very close, like very close to like Area 51. Yeah. Right. And I seen, I just seen this, like, it was like a all black Almost like a Escalade kind of build type car, just jetting, bro, going fast as hell <laughs> through the dirt way, oh through the dirt God. way towards Area 51, right? And I'm like, bro, just that alone, yeah. just for Area 51 to exist in general, mm-hmm. I know, bro, I know y'all got aliens the, in there that y'all rocking with, bro. That was the Tesla Cybertruck you saw. <laughs> facts. It was probably the first Tesla, really. But oh it's like, God. bro, come on, man. You can't tell me. You can't tell me it's not extraterrestrial hey, beings pop, in there. I think bro. we're past that point now. Like, I think even the government just like, I mean, they're the ones giving us the information too, like right. releasing this. I just think it's like, just like okay, it. so I want to know. They're ready to roll out some shit. That's by the time it gets to us, it's been there already. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like because they're only gonna release incremental, like Amounts they're only gonna re- release yeah. it in increments. Mm-hmm. So. They might say they don't have any. We yeah, we have UFOs. We don't know what else is going on. We don't have any alien life or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that's what they said. Liars. That's what they said when we, when people were having sightings of UFOs mm-hmm. and they were basically shrugging shrugging them off. Mm-hmm. So I really want to know the real shit. Like I, that's the only thing that's interesting about being a president. Like because the even shit you can know the shit you can know how much realer can it get? Yeah, yeah, and but like then it's also even like, them, even the presidents don't know that, everything. That's the craziest. And part. then after that, it's like whatever you do find out, you still can't say shit about. I know that <laughs> that would that's like the, on your the, ass. it's a it's a W and L because it's like 
if I see that we got alien life here, I'm trying to tell someone, like at least one person. There's no way I can hold them, it in. You'll be There's talking no to way. them damn There's walls no in the way open. I can <laughs> man. Hey man. They hear They hear though, man. They, they hear. Up? Somebody on the uh I was on Twitter and somebody said uh somebody tweeted like um why did why are we not talking about the government dropping all the un, all the classified information about the UFOs da 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 and somebody retweeted like oh we ain't forget about that shit we just been going through so much the last year <laughs> yeah <laughs> facts like literally shit at yeah. this point UFOs is like I mm, bet we'll, very, get, we'll get there when we get there yeah very low on the list of yeah. concerns right now niggas, and that's wild niggas trying to decide whether or not they going back to work or not right yeah. <laughs> where the stimmy that's that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty on. wild Man. that you know the mo- one of the moments. I would say the general population has been waiting for mm. has just been overtaken by Everything. the last 14 months. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's put such a uh, a negative stain on like the society we live in. Like, not even just with COVID. Like, not a, not even just with COVID or social media. Just a negative stain as far as the relations of the, the world. Like, countries that weren't you know, uh, going Y'all. through certain things that before. So, um, <laughs> did you see the tweet from the uh, Israel, the country of Israel's with the fucking rocket ship? Official, bro? yeah, the official Twitter account. Okay, so here's the thing: they tweeted like, you know, <laughs> you got the 140. Oh no, it's like 240 characters, Some, 280 like characters, characters now. You got right? a lot of characters. So they do about three or four of those with just a rocket emoji. Now, Re- the, yeah. the verified, yes, the verified, yeah, the actual and they page. got Trump banned. Listen, but listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you have to when you scroll down that thread because they made a thread. We yeah. scroll down thread. They're like, and they're like for um, I forgot what they said. They were like for for perspective. Mm. This is the number of rockets that are being aimed or targeted at Israeli uh, homes, families, kids. Each one of these is for a family. <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. This tweet should have been first because <laughs> it just seemed like y'all yeah. was just tweeting off rockets and everybody That's was wild. Everybody was in a frenzy. I was like, Yo. that is wild. I was like, at best, this is Trump esque. Like, on the yeah. best case scenario, this is a Trump. Uh, well, I just think it's really wild. Best case like, scenario, this is OC. There's so right. many. There's so many cases of other world leaders mm-hmm. like putting some very, very, very. Uh, Harmful shit on their their Twitter, mm. but it's like we got uh, our literally our former pre- like the most recent president before the one we have now like banned from everything, literally from everything until he had to go create his own shit. And I know he's unpopular. You know, people you can agree with his policies or what he did or stood for. And I'm kind of I just think it's thing. wild when yeah. you see like. Literal terrorist organizations, you know. I'm not speaking about Israeli or Palestine shit because honestly, I'm not even educated enough to know who's in the wrong and who's in the right. Because people, some people believe it's the yeah, Palestinian, a, but I, 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 I am yeah, aware. Yeah, my opinions on that. that I am aware too. that That's they, they, they. Uh, I, if I'm pretty sure, both sides fill away. That's all yeah, it comes yeah, down yeah, to. Both sides fill away. They both have done wrongdoings yeah, for sure. Both sides uh, fill away. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't something. know enough. I don't know enough. Yeah, like because I'll get so fucking dude. They would kill me online if I said the mm. wrong thing. So I like honestly, I'm gonna do some more research and we'll do a segment on our uh, show for Euro you. Euro step. <laughs> yeah. So I ju- I just think it's wild. Like <laughs> you know, back to the Traveling. the the Facts. stain on society. Like mm. I feel like it's made everyone's demeanor. 
and not everyone is strong enough to get over something like the last 14 months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and a large majority, I'm not going to say the large majority isn't because I believe they are, mm-hmm. but a large majority of the minority isn't. And if that makes sense, isn't strong enough to get past what's been happening or past the, the last 14, 14 months, months? Uh, like mentally, you saying um, you saying there's a you saying there's a good chunk of folks, a a, a good, good chunk a good of the minority of people who aren't strong enough. If yeah, that makes okay. sense, no, that it's makes a bit sense. extensive, yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, but this is also some, now. this is this is also some unprecedented shit. Like you know, we our generation specifically, we ain't never seen no shit like this. But I mean, even my, I was talking, my grandma was talking about it. She's like, she ain't never seen nothing like this before. <clears throat> are we speaking on just like, are we speaking on the pandemic or just everything in general? Right? Well, I think, it's, I think, I think that's the where pandemic it starts. Is kicked it off, and then because because everybody was in the house, it forced everybody to hyper focus and hyper analyze on everything else that happened in the world. Right. Because I, I, I don't think we get George Floyd if there's a pandemic. I think that. Yeah. I think that becomes another just, yes, another yeah. sad another scenario. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree. Know. I would say, yeah, I think far as the pandemic, honestly, this is my my take on it is definitely our. Gen- I think it was it's so difficult because our generation ain't never dealt with it yet. Mm-hmm. But far as just where we live at, like our country, I yeah. feel like our country been it's just repeating itself. Like stuff like this been happening. Since like the 1900s, you know what I'm saying? They get a they get a sickness, they get sick, they go to you know what I'm saying? They go to war. You got a certain people, fuck it, black people being treated unfairly. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all these things just constantly reoccurring. But like you said, our generation haven't dealt with it to this extent yet. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, everything's like hyper focused yeah. in. Yeah, because I, 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 I ain't think- shit else to focus on once the pandemic hit. You know what I'm saying? And we all got access to everything too, right? You know, and social media. Social media also amplifies Mm -hmm. all the shit because they, you know, taking clips and repeating it and sharing it and all of that. You know, not to mention there's three times the amount of people on the planet Earth than there was back in the 1900s. Facts. So when you have that into the equation, when you look at statistics and all that, of course there's going to be more of the bad. You know what I'm saying? There's Mm going to be more worse off in these situations mm-hmm. I think the extreme I think the extremities of what is specifically happening mm-hmm. was a lot worse back in the day yeah. a lot worse Definitely. you know what I'm saying <laughs> but you when you go to the amount like this amount of these people because now we can a- actually analyze statistics like I can put a whole stat sheet together on this thing you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. you weren't able to do that back yeah. in the day Fair you know long. what I'm Donald saying Weber's got a, a stand up from a segment from his stand up uh, called Weirdo. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was like 2014 or 15 or something. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, he's like, people are talking about today's the worst time to be alive. He's like, no, it's not. He's like, mm-hmm. can you imagine if they had Twitter during slavery? He's like, Facts. oh, yeah, nothing's happening. Just me and my family got kidnapped. And like, yeah, Facts. literally. No, what? dead ass, bro. He's like, so just the fact that we see everything, we automatically assume this is the worst time to be alive when yeah. really it's oh, not. Hell nah. you just You just focus. Hey, you, you know, just people get don't think so for themselves. Either. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, people don't think, even the greatest minds, I'm sure uh, us in this room, I'm sure there's been moments <laughs> where we fed into something because we feel so passionate about <laughs> you know we feel so passionate about of course. uh Anything. whatever it may be yeah. like you mentioned with black people being mistreated i'm sure you guys as black men feel passionately about the black community mm-hmm. and yourselves mm-hmm. and what you would how you want your future potential family to be treated right mm-hmm. 
Um, so I'm sure you guys have fed into some, and I'm not, I'm not saying fed in in a derogatory means. I'm saying it in a means of like fed into what fits your where the most concern is whatever is being passed along message wise mm-hmm. oh, this is what our community is most concerned about yeah. so we're going to feed into this specific thing this specific thing mm-hmm. so and and what's being fed over here is split 10 ways mm-hmm. you know and over on your end is split maybe 90 10 you know if you if you kind of get what i mean like the crowd like the large majority of people are kind of on the same page with people my skin color is really more of like there's different because we're such a high percentage of the population there's different views on what's happening different right now I get what you're saying. so yeah, there's okay. different there's now. different debate of yeah, yeah, like yeah. uh like, also, and that's what this 14 months has done mm-hmm. because there's you're not seeing it's not white versus black you know what i'm saying it's there the, i mean Rich versus a lot poor. of these things don't get passed a lot of these big mm. movements don't go on without mm. white people you know what i'm what saying I'm, or, I'm or asian is, people or what you know but it's I'm not a, like, yeah yeah it's not it's, a, it's not it's not a single race accomplishment yeah. or a movement yeah. what i'm seeing is what the last four, 14 months has showed us really is that it's uh, um it's a people versus Government, and maybe not even government, just people versus system, regardless of whatever the system might be, whether it's the financial system, whether it's the judicial system, whether it's the uh, electoral system, it's the people versus the systems in play. Mm -hmm. And people are starting to realize it's some shit that they might not like that they've been accustomed to, even even um just the working work system when it comes to something as simple as jobs. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to go back to work right now. Yeah. It's like we didn't found a better way of living, so now it's all right. How do we sustain this better way of living without mm-hmm. going back to the old ways of life? Well, mm-hmm. you know, here's something interesting. You know, uh, you'll probably be surprised because I disagree with the Republicans on this one. And normally, in the most recent, you know, uh, months, I haven't on certain mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But I think you know when you when you look at all this unemployment stuff uh, with a lot of these states there's i think 21 states now that are like wiping out with republican leadership that are wiping out like the extra unemployment benefits that mm-hmm. are going to people yeah. um they're either wiping out the benefits or, or the work search or whatever mm-hmm. or they're cutting them early or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like when i look at that i'm like okay you're you guys are doing this i i'm generally you know Pro capitalism, like I, mm. I, I, that's I love it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I think yeah. it's the best system as far as what options are on the table and what's been displayed in the world right now. Mm. Um, but when you look at it, it's just like I feel the reasoning is it, that that is given is just like okay, it's time for people to get back to work. People are just trying to collect free checks. People are uh, just not trying to do anything right now because mm. the system, you know, people have taken advantage on these PPP loans <coughs> things and all, all this big mess has happened. Mm. But when, when you when you really look at it in reality, it's like, you know, a lot of states, the max you can get is $300 a week, like in the uh, regular benefits. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're giving people federally an extra 300 it was just like max. If you have a great job and you got laid off, you're getting six hundred a week. A lot of people aren't getting that. Some people are getting less, yeah, yeah hundred bucks, no, nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I look at that, it's like I think people are just realizing that maybe 
maybe that job that I was forcing myself to work mm-hmm. 60 hours a week, I shouldn't do that anymore because mm-hmm. I've got a little taste of what it feels like to have more of a, 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 a time to think to myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a time it to, goes to feel the, like um, what truly matters in my life. I don't want to be working 60 hours a week for uh, a job that pays me $12 an hour for a $20 an hour gig. It goes back to the conversation we had when, when Tyler was here visiting a few mm-hmm. episodes back and I was saying, <clears throat> I feel like the, um, the basic human necessity is expression. Mm-hmm. So in this 14 months, we've all had the time, or the majority of us have had a good enough time to express, whether that was joy, whether it was fear, whether it was, you know what I'm saying, doubt, yeah. um, frustration, whatever it was, mm-hmm. we got to express something because we had the time to express how we felt, how to yeah, deal with those emotions and, and experience that. And now mm-hmm. people are like, I want to keep expressing myself. Yeah. Yeah. And work is always one of those things that gets in the way of you expressing yourself. We yeah. all know that from yeah. just coming up. Yeah, to just being, coming up, tapping the stage. Trying to have our own, our, yeah. our own shit. We yeah. had to go to work. By the time you get home, you don't want to do the work right. on the thing that you really care about mm-hmm. because you're tired or you're just uninspired and don't feel like expressing yourself. Right. So this pandemic has opened people up to being more expressive. And now, for sure. We want to keep that going. Exactly, I can definitely um, yeah, attest okay. to. I mean, and my bad too. I don't. I don't. I'm not very um, like tapped in on the on the political stuff. You know what I'm saying? I personally be it's like, good to be. I personally be tapping out just because. It's too much. You know shit. what I'm saying? Like one. I think I think a lot of it is you know what I'm saying was BS from the jump when it started in the first place like the whole government system and the whole system in general mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I'll be tapped out but I will say that I agree as far as the like you know people coming out of the pandemic not wanting to go back to like regular jobs like you mm-hmm. see more people trying to innovate more people yeah. trying to mm-hmm. start their own businesses and stuff like that because they like you said this time has taught us yeah. you know the the not the luxury but like the the feeling how it feels to not have to report mm-hmm. to this nine to five yeah. and just like have all this time to really either, either express myself or come up with mm-hmm. a creative way to support myself you know and, yeah. and just get back in tune with you exactly the dopest thing I saw during all of this was um I don't know I guess I guess it's the closest thing to socialism but yeah. really I just saw a lot of group economics. Mm-hmm. When it was like, all right, the stimulus is here, mm-hmm. and then for a week, in the stimulus, I'm seeing groups of people facilitating and supporting each other with yeah. the money that they got. Like, all yeah. right, this person's doing this thing over here, y'all. Let's just support let's, this. Let's throw whatever we can over there for mm-hmm. them to do that. That's dope. Okay. Oh, they feeding it back into this this event or mm-hmm. this thing or this fundraiser or this thing or mm-hmm. somebody's just doing a potluck or whatever. But it, yeah. it was just I mean, dope to see anything. that group economy happening mm-hmm. because it's like, all right, this is something that can happen, but still coexisting. I mean the I, system we live in. If, if if anything, I think it's I think it's more capitalism. Uh, you know. Yeah, no. It's it's more. And you cap- know me. I'm I'm yeah. a fan of capitalism. It's more. It's but more. I feel like there's a. It's more cap. It, it, there's a socialism aspect to it because yeah. we got <clears throat> re, we got given. I mean, we're given our own money, but yeah. Yeah. we got given an amount which is rare mm-hmm. that for uh, most of the country got. You know, mm-hmm. but when it's it's capitalism because you're you're able to choose where you're putting put that, that towards yeah, exactly you right. know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so we we had the it showed something good about our country because it showed when people have money mm-hmm. they put it towards what they they admire and mm-hmm. what they what would do, do good for them about. and good good for the people around them and 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 that was a, a a display of that right there and that's that's really what capitalism really is but a lot of the times 
you know, there's this uh, distinction that people don't pay for things, you know, because they don't have they, they need to strategically think of mm-hmm. bills and uh, the future investing in the shit. So mm-hmm. it's like we, we oftentimes forget about our friend that's starting the company we oftentimes Definitely. forget about yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe i can hire this wedding photographer or videographer for my wedding this mm-hmm. time and you know actually get some good pictures you know what i'm saying or whatever it may be mm-hmm. and uh i think that's a clear display of like that that's what our economy can do if given the, the powers that be strategically figure out a way to um figure out a way to resources the right way. Well, yeah, district. I would, I would say, just have more, have more of a, a setting to where it's less for uh, the, the people the, in power. The, the Not the people in power, as in the one percent. The promises. But the people that are have the most overlords of you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, have yeah, a manager yeah. at your job. You know what I'm saying? Or you, you know, everything is such. It's it's all power grass. So you have assistant managers, you have a manager, you have a GM, and then you have an owner. You know what I'm saying? You got all these steps you have to take just mm-hmm. to see something good. Like you work in the restaurant industry. I worked in the restaurant industry before. I I jumped from that to production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I was, you know, that's what I did as my day job <laughs> when I had to fund what I was doing. Right. 14 years old till I was 21. Jesus. 22 maybe just about to be 22 i did that and you know i mean mind you i was in entertainment from 18 till now but i I did that and uh there's you can't make no like legitimate money unless you're a head cook or like a head chef or a manager Mm -hmm. uh or gm like and that's decent and even those have distinctions between the actual like real living and even then i saw those people working 40 hours to 60 hours a week depending on their position Mm -hmm. and it's like i think if we figure out a system to where there's uh just a little bit less like actual physical um and mental like uh grip like loosened up on us i think i think we'll be in a good space i think a lot of people are just overwhelmed by a lot of things like we're put in a position like where a lot of things con- financially contradict ourselves. It's like mm-hmm. we shut down the country. We're told we can't go to work, but then they make us beg and plead to get stimulus checks, mm-hmm. or we only get twelve hundred dollars every six months from mm-hmm. them. You know, we can they can only shovel out six hundred dollars mm-hmm. in December when they know everyone's gonna want. But then they're gonna let you know. But then capitalism is gonna market Christmas to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know. And then, and then, uh, the new president gets elected and we get 14, what was it? $1,400 or whatever. It's like, it's really, it's, 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 it's not about, it's just like these one off things. And it's like, they're $1,400 like, bro, I got told I couldn't work. I work a desk job that pays me 80 grand a year. Right. (laughs) And you expect me to go to, you expect me to go to pick and save. And the get a job that, for sixteen dollars an hour. I got a family of four. The shit that and blew you were me telling was me I can't work during during this time where you got these people in charge of legislation or whatever, and mm-hmm. the the folks really the folks in charge of the Fed and the money and all that. They mm-hmm. saying with the amount of money we're giving people, they should be able to survive with it or save it. And it's like 
Okay, that lets us know that y'all have no real understanding or inclination of what it's the like majority of this country, yeah, re- regardless of race, background, color, none and, of that and, shit. And, and, majority and, people, majority of people in America can't do shit yeah. with a stimulus. And left to right, that left to right, rent or groceries. Yeah, and yeah. you gotta pick. <laughs> Literally, mm-hmm. you gotta pick. And and you know what happens to what happens to uh, the guy or the woman who just got out of the just got out of the point in their life where they had to work and they had to work jobs and they started their own shit and right away in March that hits and now they got to go back to doing that like that or they situ- can't go back yeah situations yeah. like that mentally leave a stain yeah, yeah, on yeah. the society mm-hmm. and then people start to get get into these holes where they become more uh, intellectual about things sometimes intellectual on what they want to be intellectual about mm-hmm. so they choose a side of politics and everyone gets drawn into the politics because this side's doing this and I believe that we should have this man. and this side's doing this listen yeah. man and it's just, take care of the person next to you dog live facts. your best life take care of the person yeah, next to you that's so, as simple as it that's gets that's a fact I think, I think for that um, you know I think just the main point is just like I think we should uh, just be more understanding of uh, the hiccups in the coming months, years, mm-hmm. just just with people mentally, because some people weren't at the intellectual level beforehand, mm-hmm. but maybe we're on their way there. I've, you know, I've said this before, and I, I still believe this mm-hmm. moving forward in life. I, always, I feel like there's more unity in the world than division. I feel like there's more oh, understanding than appreciation for people than <clears throat> confusion mm-hmm. and hatred. We just right. get fed the bad shit all the time because of media, corporations, whatever. Right. But I also think like we headed in the right direction. It's not the easiest work. It doesn't look the prettiest. I think the people have made the decision for themselves yeah, without yeah. relying. I yeah, think yeah. less reliance on government yeah. is... Yeah, exactly. Is, is and, the, that was, and, I, and, and that was really the, what I was... That was really what I was yeah. leaning into when it came to that right. group yeah. economic comment. When it was like, all right, we got this money from the government, cool, but for sure. we're not gonna really wait for them to give us more. We just about to do what we gotta do with it. We're gonna break down everybody's twelve hundred and see right. how long it can last. Facts. The more we, the more we lean on each other, you know what I'm saying, the the further it'll go. You mean because mm-hmm. we've seen history shows that the government ain't gonna they not gonna Regardless figure out who you are. Right, mm-hmm. right. They not no matter where you black, brown, white, green, yellow, whatever, you know what I'm saying? The government not going to figure it out for us. We can, The people going to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's so. because it's a, it's a constant changing government, too. So the people we're putting <coughs> in the seats, the people, the, the messages we're trying to push, what we're trying to get in, into place, we're only voting for what we want to see, right? Mm-hmm. And it usually comes up with an, a, a, another an side that that doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you could... You could say, I want world peace, right? And there will be 75 million people that will. Hell nah. Too many. It's too many. It's too many that. perspectives. You know what I'm saying? So, so <laughs> I think. Somebody will find something to disagree on. That's the problem. So I think, you know, when we just, as people, you know, not Republican, not Democrat, not liberal, not conservative, not white, not black or Asian. Uh, I think when people just learn to do things together, mm-hmm. and not together as in you have to have the same plan, but together as in you have to understand understand what the overall mission is, and trying to take care of <clears throat> your community is. Mm-hmm. I think I, th- I think if 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 each community started to you know yeah, you said this before care too. for the 
mm-hmm. the, on their own community specifically and focus on that. We have more community leaders about in just specified areas versus large sections of the country, like mm-hmm. one person handling large sections. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think there will be a lot more to be done because it's a lot less of a job for one group of people or one person to particularly so do. Much, yeah. yeah, so but that causes for less reliance on government. So yeah. yeah. So it looks like, like this camera is about to go out. Yeah. Um, so we'll mm-hmm. take it to our last ad and then we'll wrap it up when we come back in. Wrap it up. Yep. Cool. All right, man. That was a nice little break. Um, Searching. Good, good, good talk. This is one of my favorite episodes. Really? Where? Yeah. Uh, this is. I didn't there. really like it that much. <laughs> no, I'm just. Playing. I think it's <laughs> definitely good energy. That. Yeah, you know I like. Yeah. This one, the episode with Eddie was dope. The last three have been actually pretty good. Like, we had they've guests been pretty the last, solid. We didn't have guests the last. Yeah, Eddie the last one, and then uh, one before it was just just me and you chopping. Yeah. That was unhealthy yeah. America, right? Yep. That yep. was a good episode. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like this joint because well, I mean, I've watched a lot of y'all joints, but for me personally, I rock with it because you know I've seen you guys around before and I've seen y'all work and like you know being able to like actually be in the space and just chop it up with y'all you know what yeah I think, yeah i think that's i think that's it's good dope. to get the mind off of like what we do outside, outside of, of this. this yeah you know facts. because it's like my life outside of this is just answering questions about what i do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? granted when we're cameras off i gladly talk about it but yeah it's like this actually speaking yeah, we could just talk about this yeah we could just yeah. chop bust mm-hmm. it up you know what i'm saying yeah. chop it up so uh i before we before we let you out of here i do want to uh ask you about like what is coming up with you like mm-hmm. what just so just so you know whoever watches this can continue on for sure um, and see what you have upcoming okay. like as far as plans it doesn't necessarily have to be music whatever yeah. it is you have coming up what do you yeah. got going on so i definitely got i mean um i mean i'm super tapped in on the music stuff right now so i got mm. mad like different projects that i'm working on you okay. know what i'm saying i got a bunch of new music coming um right now i'm doing the na- midnight blue pack you know what i'm saying midnight blue pack yeah so what i'm doing is like each um just to just like I said, quick uh, just story, not a story, but just let you know, I'm dropping 52 songs in a year, right? So I'm okay. dropping one, Smart. I'm dropping one song a week, basically. Smart. And each month, I pack those songs into a pack, pack. a color pack. Yeah. So this month is Midnight Blue Pack. Next month is going to be the Purple Pack, which is going to be super dope. It's going to be like high energy or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then I do have a cream pack coming, mm. which I'm going to feature like all Milwaukee artists. And okay. I don't have it done yet. So, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, Jen? You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to chop it up. <laughs> Listen, man. You know I'm I'm saying? Saying? Nah, yeah. I might I might, nah, I might, I might, need you for that that'll joint. Be, that'll be um, lit. That'll it's going to be, be a cream pack, you know, representing like all artists from Milwaukee and yeah, stuff like that featured it. on it. So, you know, hard. I got that coming. And then um, I got a lot of music with the homies coming too, man. We might have a, you know, we might have a little something dropping too me and I'm looking forward to it dog as we as we get as we get older but then also as we like progressing in our careers I find myself listening to our shit more yeah city shit more for sure yeah me too cause it's just like it's so much appreciating it dog and then also knowing that we traveling we moving around so Mm -hmm. we gotta start playing our shit in other places we go I was out in DC Banging Lakia shit. Yeah, for sure, for and sure. I don't know. Home music just hits harder when you away. Every yeah. time I'm gone, like, cause you know I'm good friends with. Well, I wouldn't say like as as, as far as like uh, frequently uh, as of recent, mm-hmm. but like I grew up with uh, Majivu, so mm-hmm. like like a block away, oh, he's and like super the other day, like yeah. that's Crazy, you dope. know. So I, you know, I don't, I won't talk to him for a year. 
you know, we'll always tap in with each other eventually, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to him for a year, but every time I'm somewhere, like, and, and any time where I get the chance to, like, mm-hmm. put any music on, mm-hmm. I'm always putting some, like, smooth mm-hmm. music from him on. Because he has the aesthetic to, like, and the sound to just put on anywhere. Like, if you're yeah. in a lounge or if you're in, like, yeah. uh, he, he's got uh, some up-tempo stuff. Yeah. yeah. You like to put it on in a car. Like, yeah. I, I, he's really, like, in L.A., well, like, there's just a couple songs he has that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in L.A., I'm driving, like, I just, it just brings me to a vibe, so. Yeah, no, I worked close with him in, like, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Like, he's really, he's a genius, for mm-hmm. sure. So, yeah. and yeah. seeing him as a, like, so Milwaukee young adult. Up, yeah, man, all like, Milwaukee artists just keep, keep yeah. doing it, man. Cause it's a it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing to see from like when when I you know when I started mm-hmm. I know when bro started yeah. like we was in high school it wasn't this abundance of, abundance yeah. of like nah. artists like fully doing their thing and taking it serious like yeah. it was just a select few and now to see where it's at now like it's a beautiful thing so you know let's yeah. just, let's keep it up cool well thank you for coming in today no doubt, giving man. Thank us y'all for having two hours of your time for me bro man, I appreciate word, you. No yeah doubt, yeah bro, we're no super doubt, we're no super doubt. excited for this um yeah man we'll definitely run any releases as some ads on our okay. upcoming episodes Bet for that. any packs you got coming out so. yeah yeah i'm gonna get y'all the music too man cool keep appreciate doing y'all thing too yeah. bro super Thanks. dope podcast yeah i'm jen this has been Ant. Jacob is being a money man. <laughs> this is the legendary Wave Chappelle, hey, man. Hey, y'all hey. can follow. Oh, give everybody your socials too. Oh yeah, y'all can follow me. Um, Instagram is real Wave Chappelle, not the fake one, the real one. And then uh, Twitter is just Wave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? And then Spotify, Apple Music. You know, Wave Chappelle, man. Go get that, gang, man. We out of here. Yo, peace. Oh, yeah, yeah.